Our story continues with the Straw Hats continuing their fight with Kuma, who is actually a cyborg copy known as a pacifista known as PX4. After wailing on it with every single ultimate move they have to their name, they finally have defeated it. The fight has left everyone absolutely exhausted, but before they can regain their composure, they are met with the captain of the Navy Science Unit, Sentomaru, and another pacifist PX-1. Luffy calls for the crew to split up into teams and run away, remembering to meet up at the Sunny in three days, but Sentomaru won't be letting that happen so easily. With unclear battle lines, pirates scattered across the groves of Sabaody are facing the true unparalleled might of the Marines, and no other group feels more hopeless than the members of the Straw Hat Pirates. Throughout their journeys, in the many lands across the sea, through the countless battles and waves of enemies, not once have they been so easily put in a position of weakness. Luffy, now in agony, stares at the ground in anguish, having just watched his entire crew get tossed around and finally one by one seemingly erased from existence, his thoughts with nothing but the memory of his crewmates. Zoro, Usopp, Sanji, Nami, Joppa, Ruby, Frankie, Brooke. Amidst those cherished memories come the echoes of doubt of the previous foes that warned him. You may have devil fruit powers, but you like discipline and training. With that, your skills could be as formidable as any. But you're not there yet. Like so many fools, you waste time obsessing over your abilities. Gimmicks get you only so far in a fight without the skill sets to back them up. Because unlike me, you've yet to realize the weakness of your crew. I trusted my underlings as you do, but despite their talents, do you know why I ended up losing them? Because they were mortal. That's what makes things different this time. Had they been zombies from the beginning, I would have had nothing to lose. Zombies are fearless, eternal, relentless warriors that can be replaced even if they fall. Your ambitions are even loftier than your friends. That's quite a task. Yeah, well, you just let me worry about that. Grove 12, the Sabaody Archipelago. Deep in the Grand Line. On this day, the Straw Hat Pirates, led by Captain Monkey D. Luffy, came face to face with true despair. And one by one, they were eliminated. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to do the sound. I wanted to Bro, do the I sound. wish I could make the Kuma poof sound. So, like, just hits the eardrum right. So, uh, congratulations, guys. You made it to the end of One Piece. It's over. Um, hey. Hey. The, I, I, I've, I've been waiting to tell you for a long time the latter 700 episodes filler. that you are well aware all of. All filler. Are, all Buggy well, the, the Clown. They're not even real. That, that's just a myth that the One Piece community has been coming up with the entire time. The next hundred episodes are filler. Stop lying to them. You know the, the Tsukiyomi hundred. thing in Naruto? Yeah, that actually happened here, and that's all a dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all a dream. So the next hundred episodes are filler, and then from then on, we're going to be continuing the journey of the real future King of the Pirates. That's correct. Buggy Decline. Yeah, it's called, uh, we call it One Piece Shippuden. No? So we did get the Kobe arc, and by arc, I mean Kobe's the main protagonist now. Well, no, unfortunately, uh, we'll, we, we, we will be moving to Kobe at a later, later date. But now we see it's One Piece is actually a trilogy. 
uh it's the one it's the luffy section then the buggy section and then we have the kobe section the luffy saga has come to its you know rightful conclusion we've we've come to the conclusion of the luffy saga right 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 Mm -hmm. so uh you know i i hope you enjoyed about time Um, honestly (laughs) <laughs> about time we put that smug smug yeah. asshole in his place fucking I'm stretchy boy we have any uh we have any initial thoughts hey i well i mean, well, well, I, mean I mean yeah no no shit did we think that the crew was going down here period i guess yeah. i would say yes I, I thought i thought there was absolutely no way they make it out of this unscathed in some capacity one way or another, they were they were they were gonna catch some shit. I, I I can say I did not expect it to go this way. I I was fully expecting them to get captured by the Marines. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and now they've just been, which they could still be. You never know. I <laughs> no, I don't think they are. I don't know, but I don't think they are. I I accidentally watched the uh, like because it came on so quickly the after like next time on one piece thing so i think i have an idea of where they're at now uh if you watch oh. the post credit scenes that looked of, like filler uh, to me yeah that is 100% <laughs> filler so you don't got to worry so so them being in samurai town is filler got it you mean with mozu yeah. and kiwi yeah no that's 100% filler right <laughs> i saw luffy with a fucking samurai bun because we're here now, that is actually the end-ish. Is there, I don't know if there's another one after this. Of the filler episodes we're going to watch. I was waiting till this point so we can, you know, without have to... Because there's a lot of characters in that story arc that sort of get brought up from the canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of yeah, like half spoilerish. So, so that filler, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll give you a, a very surface level piecemeal. It's, it's like a separate universe where they're in like a feudal Japan era, and they just get in hijinks, and it's got like a few different episodes with standalone stories. They're fun. Now we can fulfill this filler thingy. Yeah, from, <laughs> finally, from finally watch the year. filler that we that we bet so, on a year from ago. Like a Seriously, year though, ago. is it really a hundred episodes of filler? No, <laughs> I I had to ask. I had to uh, ask. Depending on who you ask, maybe you're no, wild. <laughs> it's not. No, no, no. We 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 have nothing but canon to look forward to. For the most part, One Piece becomes a series that drags its episodes in like individually on which i think is a terrible strategy for Correct. my personal taste uh i would prefer if there was a bunch of random filler here and there but for the most part one piece really doesn't have filler it pads but it doesn't have filler uh so given your reactions i'll give you the question how many episodes do you think it's gonna take for them to meet up each again one two i'm gonna seven, guess ten do you think the next episode they're gonna you know Wait. say hello Wait, question. Uh, wait, I'm, are you are you asking how long it's going to get for or take for them to regroup entirely? Correct. I'm going to guess, and this is going to be an uh, interesting take. Fifty episodes. Fifty. It's better than when he said it would take two episodes to get to Fishman Island back and forth. <laughs> we haven't gotten there. We haven't gotten there. And, yeah, and I'm I'm willing to bet that my that we still aren't going to get there. Believe it or not. <laughs> You said like three or two hundred? You never know. I'm guessing it's gonna be fifty episodes. What about you, Christian? I could give I could give you some arbitrary number for how many episodes it's gonna take, but there's like Devin said, there's really no What about if I just phrase it differently? If we say relatively soon or like a while from now. Uh so like in terms like in terms of episodes, not yeah, like episodes, in universe not, time. Yeah, not in universe. Um I feel like you made it harder. Well, no, no I mean it's a, it's a simple like if this or that. 
I, I'm going to say it takes it takes a little while. Mm. Uh, I I don't think we'll we're, we'll get back together right away. I, maybe I, I, Devin's like 50 episodes, I guess, feels kind of right as just a good base guess. And and arc length is what you're you you two are sort of guessing. Yeah. Well, from what I, from what I understand, some of these arcs take like a hundred episodes, but <laughs> like a at, at least so. Well, thriller bark was around fifty ish, like a thing. like a mini arc, I guess. Mm. Like a thriller bark length doesn't seem too too bad. Yeah, I guess that's that's pretty much what I'm feeling. I'm personally going to put my bets in five episodes. Okay. <laughs> Exactly five. We 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 love when a bet who knows exactly how many episodes it is yeah. <laughs> gets to the, throw down. The trick question. The trick question here, Devin, is that they actually all got sent to the same place. Yeah, and it is going to be next episode. Yeah, I bet it. Yeah, they're probably baiting us with this. But well, like, okay, it, so so that kind of leads into my question. Well, I'm not I'm not convinced they're baiting us because oh, I, I don't know. I I, I know. And this goes back to a thing that Justin asked me about a few weeks ago. I don't know if that this is when the thing I'm thinking of happens or not now, but uh, it could be. It could not be. Who knows? That was extremely vague and nobody yeah, knows, so else knows vague what I'm talking about. Even but I don't know what the hell you're talking I, 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 about. I get what you're going. I get what you're The thing the viewer asked you to ask me and Devin about. Ah, uh, OK. I, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the exact question, but I know what you're talking about. Right. Well, well, my question, and feel 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 free to just walk away if you feel like there's not enough context. Uh, d- why did Kuma just send everyone away, and where would you guess most of them went if you had any? Uh, I I, I have no con I have no thoughts for where they got sent. As far as I'm concerned, they could have just got scattered around the Grand Line. I, I do think because of my potential knowledge at the moment that they all are separated and that none of them are together at all. Like Devin said, some of them might be paired together. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Mm-hmm. But as for like where they are, I, I don't know. I, I would assume they're just scattered on random Grand Line Islands. What yeah, about the why? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what, what's 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 Barry Boy doing over here? He just he just kind of like strolls up. He goes like, "Get the fuck out of my face, PX whatever," uh, and then goes, "Hey Zoro, guess what? I'm about to give you the best vacation of your life." <laughs> <laughs> I I my guess my my best gut feeling would be that Kumadori doesn't Kumadori Kumadori Kumadori. Wow, wow. What did you Kuma. just do? He he brought up a character that I know has that name. I just remember where that name comes from. I, I forgot. Yo-yo-y. Honestly, it's Yoyoi. Is that Komodori? Uh, oh, you're right. Yes, it is. <laughs> why you do I remember made... this? <laughs> it's been a while. I, no, I, I I know why. It's because I viscerally hate the character. My guess is that Kuma doesn't want them to get snuffed out early because innately he is still a pirate, mm. and. He doesn't want them to get snuffed out by the military because he probably thinks that he might, we might need them for what's to come with what's going to happen with Whitebeard. Interesting. Okay, that's that's my only rationale because Kuma talked to Rayleigh. Mm-hmm. Yes, and we don't know what he said. Nope. But he's like, "Ayo, please trust me." Mm-hmm. He's he's like, "Ayo, trust, trust." <laughs> yeah, trust <laughs> the process. He, he don't worry, classic, I got this. You know, escape from Tarkov, wiggle, wiggle before <laughs> <laughs> the, the the wiggle trust thing. Like, you know, and you know, Rayleigh was like, "All right, he cool." That that's my only assumption. Other than that, there's really no context or evidence yet apparent of what it could be. I just have a feeling it has something to do with Whitebeard 
and the Marines. The impending mm-hmm. war that's about to go yeah. on. Hmm. has something to do with that. So you think he's like inadvertently trying to use this as an opportunity to like recruit the straws or something? Like maybe he sent them all to like the same jail cell? I don't think it's going to be recruit, but okay. I mean, it could be because if it was recruit, then why would Kizer be trying to whack them? Well, because Kizer, Kiz, Kizer just kind of does whatever he wants. But but that's what I mean. It's like the military, like for it makes more sense for Kuma to like, you know, just delay them or, you know, send them somewhere else because technically the the, the warlords aren't a part of the military technical thing. Like they're still pirates. They just don't get. You know, Chase. They they cooperate with. The they're military. they're employed by the by the Marines yeah, more than yeah. they, they're not like subservient. So it's like it doesn't make sense for them to like you know have them. They're you know, like mercenaries. That. So so right. this is my impression of what you're describing to me, and 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 correct me if if I'm misunderstanding. So mm-hmm. are are you? So we know that Kizaru and Kuma clearly are not on the same like mindset of whatever whatever's going on. Kuma even like explicitly calls out Kizaru, who's just there to ice the straws at this point. He's like, "Well, what are you doing, man? Like this? I, I expect you to tell me exactly what's going on. Why why are you sending everyone everywhere?" And he's like, "All right, I feel like I deserve an explanation here, Kuma." Hello, my dawdlings. I am Reed. I am Sam. And we are hosts of a comedy sports podcast called The Clam Bake Incident. We cover tertiary sports and slice of life living in the mysterious town of Clam Harbor, Maine. Sam, what's a tertiary sport? A tertiary sport is a weird and wacky sport. Stuff that you wouldn't normally see on those mainstream sports people. Which we are. We love sports. Tune in every Thursday morning to check us out on your favorite podcasting app. And until you do, kiss your blobby. Square on the slime. This matter is of no consequence to the government, so I have no obligation to cooperate with the Navy, and you deserve nothing of the sort. You bastard! Now, second gear! Luffy! I'm sending them to Nunya. Nunya goddamn business. <laughs> my, my impression of what you're describing is that Kuma might see the upcoming war with Whitebeard being too problematic, even if he does align with the military. Therefore, he wishes to aid the straws in the short term to utilize them as a resource in the long term. Yeah. Okay. But but mm. are, are you implying that the straw hats would help the like Kuma's side or would be I think helping it's more white... just like putting like a third mark in this thing where it's a wild card. You send them to pirate day camp. <laughs> send them to pirate <laughs> <Yeah>. day camp. <laughs> Put them in the Pokemon daycare and as you go around they'll level up. He's going to come back in five episodes and be like, all right, you guys are growing up now. <laughs> well, he said, he said, you will never see me again. Coldest line ever, bro. That line was <laughs> so good, dude. <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, was he, is that like to be taken seriously? Is it just like, you know, a cool one liner or I like, think, we literally I think it might never have some actual context. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think Kuma absolutely has no plans of seeing Luffy ever again. Or maybe it's a hope thing. I think that Kuma's putting something into motion that wasn't an option previously until this moment. Hmm. Like a third like alternative option that we don't know about because I'm assuming there's there's two sides of a coin right now and he just added a third side. Okay. Is this uh deeply tethered to the war that's upcoming? He's just hedging his options. Yeah, yeah. He just I, created I like, a third like coin. He doesn't he doesn't want 
to pick a side necessarily just yet. Uh, He's giving a, a, a you know like a third option for something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's- Instead of the government winning or Whitebeard winning, he's he's investing in a potential third option where maybe neither of them win and somebody else wins. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Mm. I'm understanding slowly. Maybe it feels allegedly. weird. Uh, I, I like I like the idea, and it could be possible. It just feels weird that he would be doing it in front of Kizaru, in front of a representative for the I mean, world government. What's Kizaru gonna do? He's just gonna go. Do you want to go somewhere? Oop. <laughs> no, I, no, it's not not that Kizaru is going to actively do something right there, but he's going to go back and he's going to tell Sengoku Kun like, "Hey, Kuma just bounced all of the the straw hats just... to other places." <laughs> but but just like that scenario, they're going to be like, "All right, we're going to go punch him or punish him," and then they're going to run over to Kuma and he's going to be like, "Would you like to go somewhere?" And they're going to he's going to slap <laughs> his power's broken. We you can't contain him. You're you're. You're under the impression that no one's faster than Kuma. I'm not saying that the, no one's faster. Because I'm just you gotta remember, that... the thing about the pause is that he has to use the pause. If you dodge the pause and hit him from a different area. Yeah, but he could probably use his pause on himself and make him go bloop somewhere else. He, you He's like, you know what? Him. I'm leaving. I'm about to head out. Boop. I'm just concerned with the fact that, like, if Kuma's idea was to hedge more bets in this uh, upcoming war with Whitebeard that it would be it would have been better to do in secret or at like not when someone representing the world government is standing right there because now well, Kizaru can go back to send goat coon and be like yo uh kuma might be hatching another plan or something do you think he had that option right there and then do you think if he would have waited another day those kids no, but been like, why didn't he do it he could have just done it earlier like why let them go in the first place beforehand I, I got another idea that could be why he did it. He might be trying to find a third or an alternative to create peace between the Whitebeards and the military because the current issue between them is the fact that they have Ace. Maybe he bopped them to where Ace is, Marijuana, so that they can go save them, stop this cunt. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I just, you gotta remind the audience that the Marijua is the is the future bet from you. He's currently at Impel Down because otherwise we'll start confusing them too. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's that's my all. bet. I'm sorry. Go, I'm, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Marijua. He probably like sent them there because he wants them to be a third. Uh, 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 what's it called? Fourth to sneak in, quote unquote, try and save Ace to prevent this massive war where he's not directly involved. I like this so idea. He doesn't this, get necessarily in trouble but it's like the best of a shit situation because it sounds like a shit scenario of the the world government and the i forgot what whitebeard's pie like that site's called them going to war is like the worst scenario and he's like hey yo but what if we send this like terrorist motley, faction motley crew of terrorists <laughs> yeah let's send these terrorists in here to and fuck then, some is, stuff up this... a suicide squad if you say god damn it it's not my joke yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like literally the plot to suicide squad and or like top looks at the camera and goes what are we some sort of suicide squad? <laughs> <laughs> amanda waller steps in and goes kuma i'll take it from here <laughs> or like prison break or something like that like that, where that's, he... that's what i'm assuming in the plot of the mm-hmm. suicide squad i like this you know, idea better is, is... i like this idea mostly because i understand it no i i like this idea better where kuma has sent all of them to impel down as like uh a crew mean, to uh, get ace out no i mean impel down no i mean impel down 
<laughs> I said I said it, and I know what I said. No, no, because no, that's, that's where Ace is currently being held right now. Impel down. We don't down. know that. We don't. No, know if we it's do. It was still. in the it was in the newspaper. We don't know the updates. It could have been updated, and we never got nah, the update. He's right about that, though. Yeah, Devin but just really wants to win this bet, like real hard. Clown, he ain't in these blue. Yeah, but I don't care about Buggy the Clown. He's not in Logue Town. <laughs> he, the, the Windows Do update. we know where Buggy is, actually? Do we exactly no. my point. I, you don't I know, know where Buggy is. I Because I'm a stan. <laughs> I mean, like, we both know where he is currently, but if, like... If you're really keeping up with the facts, you kind of do know where Buggy is. Well, you're talking to the wrong people then, because... <laughs> I mean, I know because I have future knowledge, but if you're asking me to pay attention to the, the breadcrumbs that's been left along the story up until this His point... His fate was decided back in Logetown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Press X to <laughs> Yeah, I definitely don't remember that. You're asking a lot from me here, kid. He joined the Marines. <laughs> Cap. But, but as as Dune Buggy, though. <laughs> Dune Buggy! His official military vehicle. Yeah. No, better better yet, after after they beat Gecko Moria, they resigned him and he became the new warlord. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, hold on, I'm hold on, I like this. This all sounds right. Cap as fuck. <laughs> Buggy D. Warlord? Buggy D. Warlord, dude! Uh-oh. Son of a bitch, man. But all right, now I have right, a question because so... we, we we're still you know we finally finished. I think this chapter of theory crafting wherever we took a turn to my theory crafting never ends. Touché. Of course not. Uh, my question, since it got brought up a little bit, uh, how do you think, or or rather, how do I? basically how do you see the crew coming back together? Like under what circumstances? Like what has to happen? How will it happen? I want to hear he just that. answer that. He said that they're. They were sent as a team, and then Christian's like, they're not <laughs> yeah, sent as a team. Our, our, our new, well, you know, the new working theory for, for Devin is that they, and, you know, I, I wouldn't be mad at either, is if they got sent to rescue Ace as uh, some kind of suicide squad together. <laughs> I like you know, the idea right. that it's Ocean's 9, actually. That feels better. <laughs> I, they're, they're in there, like, a large portion of, of uh, Devin's theory crafting was, like, super vague to me. And I was like, okay, he he thinks they're going to be split up either in pairs or by themselves. My determination of the future is based off of unfortunate knowledge that I have mm-hmm. that, that I've Mine's imparted. Mine's based off of pure craziness in my brain. We're lucky that I'm not, co- you know, collating this to being fucking lizard people anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a trip and a half. I could still you, do it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I do want to shout out, you know, one of our one of our top talking points was, of course, Kizaru. And we found out that he's got that he is the light light man. You know, yes, Jeff I, Goldblum. Even though that we've already seen this sort of energy coming from Eneru, I remember saying before that we never really got as much with Crocodile as we did with Eneru. Like the sheer, like the fact that they literally can just exist and there's nothing you can do. The where you no matter what you do, you except, can pull them. Except well, unless, I'm unless there. you're Silver's Rayleigh. You're staying put. Feels good to hold a blade again. Amano Marakumo Sword! <sighs> this is disappointing. I was expecting a laid-back, hassle-free island excursion. Life is nothing but a series of surprises, Kitaro. You guys have any uh, theories on why he's able to do that? I got it. one. Go on. It doesn't make sense. Go on. <laughs> My, again, I'm, I'm pulling at loose you know, threads. Which Go is, on, hit me with it. His name is the Dark King. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. Go on. And that guy's bright. <laughs> Counter each other. <laughs> I, you know, Jevin, I'm gonna level with you. 
what you have described is exactly how I thought he did it when I first saw this. I'm like, oh, he's got to have some dark related shit. He's a hard counter. He has to be. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, he he he's he reminded me of a fact. Hold oh. on. Okay. Okay. I forgot to bring this up. I forgot to write it down. Um, this isn't confirmed. This is more speculation than anything. And it's not a fact. Shut up. It's an alternative. Yeah, is it or is it That's not a fact. Speculations are not facts. Something cool that was brought up. Uh, uh, someone re- recognized that Rayleigh fights Kizaru and uh, Rayleigh has some type of... Uh, he's the only one who can affect Kizaru in some capacity. And they, this person thought of um, the scientific um, event known as Rayleigh scattering, which, uh, long story short, just explains... Um, like if you ever look at the sunset and you see like color shift like across the horizon, how it'd be like, you know, you have the sun and as it light moves further away from the sun, you'll see like blues and pinks and stuff like that. Uh, that, that whole experience is caused by Rayleigh scattering and Devin saying that just reminded me of that. And I thought that was actually really cool. Dude, mm. what a fucking payoff. Damn. <laughs> you, mm-hmm. Rayleigh fights the light guy and scatters his light causing mm-hmm, the Rayleigh mm-hmm. scattering. <laughs> What a fucking punny ass payoff. That's hilarious. I just like the fact that Rayleigh has a sword and that they sword fought. Really cool sword. <laughs> and then like, you know, fucking further parallels between Rayleigh and Zoro. Mm-hmm. Justin likes to compare Rayleigh to Zoro. I compare Rayleigh to Usa. Really? Hey, now we're talking. Because He's there's a certain me. scene later on where you're like, that's kind of it's kind of like Usopp's oh, kick right there. Sea, it could be a sea stone sword. Which you implying that uh, Rayleigh doesn't actually have a devil fruit? No, I'm implying Rayleigh might have been a chump at one mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like I just said, he could be fighting with sea stone prisms, rocks, or whatever they're called. He absolutely could be. Except he hit him with his leg. He doesn't have sea prisms he hit him with his the leg. Sh- All right, I mean, he could we- have shin guards on made of sea stone prism rocks. Sea, sea prism stone sandals. Let's. I don't know, man. Like we don't know. We don't know how they work. He's got sea prism bones. He's got sea <laughs> prism. Because uh, we've seen, got sea- like literally with the argument with Smoker <laughs> being caught me. in a sea prism cage. Like it's an aura effect. It doesn't have to be direct contact. Well, no, they were. They just couldn't get out because of that. <laughs> you think the aura is gonna affect this god? Bitch, it's One Piece. I I would like to ask Christian now because we we didn't get his vote for how Rayleigh did it. Do do you have any any guess for how Rayleigh did it? Uh, I'm gonna guess that it was it was hockey to some extent, just because that's the new that's the new hotness right now that we're. Mm-hmm. Can mm-hmm. you expand potentially on no, your theory? I will not here? now, just because you asked. <laughs> I got I got another theory. Mm, please, okay. the the bubble soap shit that he was gonna put on the the fucking ship mm-hmm. what if he's covered in that shit mm-hmm. <laughs> he's That's covered in the resin dude and it refracts light go on i like that theory. didn't i say this last week did you i don't feel like <laughs> did, you did if if you did and we dogged you i'm gonna feel really bad i don't know what context you would have <laughs> said it in considering i this definitely hasn't said happened. it in like a meme manner i'm pretty sure but like i i definitely recall mentioning this in that case, I'm going to double down and call you an idiot. Oh, no. <laughs> but what if I'm right? Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think it was probably some form of hockey, if I, if I had to guess. You know, whatever whatever level of hockey it is, he seems to be pretty proficient in it. Either that, or maybe he's literally just that physically strong 
uh, that he can just he can't just physically keep up with him. I don't know. Maybe so strong, he kicks you back together Ra- as a Rayleigh. Rayleigh can actually kick also at the speed of light, so he can match the frequency <laughs> that that Kizaru <laughs> operates at. I wouldn't doubt it, to be honest. I wouldn't either. It, it fits perfectly with One Piece logic. How, how about the fact that not Kizaru, not Kuma, but some chump nephew of Kizaru was the one that was boxing Luffy? I like it. Well, the the question is like similar along so like how and why is Luffy supposed to be resistant to blunt force damage, and all Sentomaru was doing was some like sumo palm strikes to him. It's probably something to do with like hockey or hitting key points. Mm-hmm. That's my mm-hmm. guess because it's sumo, which is you know a lot of palm striking, and I assume I don't know martial arts. That's usually magic. supposed to do like uh, like internal damage more than like surface level damage. His internals are rubber. Uh, yeah, but like even even if they're rubber, if they're vibrating like be- from impact, it could still mm-hmm. I feel like do know, something. Enderu's power was technically a rumble rumble. Okay, but it which was lightning, which which, the, which uh, is the onomatopoeia to describe it was lightning or Sydney thunder. Rumble. I'm not fighting you. It was just a fun fun joke. It was a fun joke. Okay, okay, fun okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna de- I'm gonna default again here to hockey though. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. That that feels like the new hotness. The new. Do you hotness. like the idea that they have met a wall? They have effectively met a brick wall and cannot get through it. Yeah. Wow. Literally and metaphorically. Where's the literal wall? The, oh the, well. The, the line, the red line. It's a <laughs> they are at the red line, which is a wall. <laughs> My God. <laughs> They've hit a literal and metaphorical red a wall. <laughs> My fucking God. This, this part of the story I really enjoy because they had, we, they had a way to get through the wall. They just weren't allowed to use it. I mean, there is. Well, they just sure, have to wait for their that, that, that they had a metaphorical wall of how do they cross it. Rayleigh was literally going to solve that problem for him. The metaphorical wall are the enemies that can fucking snuff these dudes out at a moment's mm-hmm. notice right. that they totally went at, they thought they were, they were hot shit or whatever. The Sorry, physical I, wall just so happens to be a red line. Jordy, Jordy was going to say something, then I cut him off. I said that this is the part of the show I really enjoy because I've been alluding to it since uh, Zoro got defeated back in East Blue. Really? You think it went mm-hmm. that far mm-hmm. back? What? Like insurmountable uh, foes and Grounding stuff like moment. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I during those during those those episodes I called that Zoro's grounding moment and I also mentioned Luffy was going to have one but not for a while and here we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see mm-hmm. that. This is yeah, they got humbled. I think I remember Crocodile maybe making similar comments. Um, he did, but a lot of it was mainly uh arrogance on himself where he was mm-hmm, like you challenge mm-hmm. me, me you little chump. But he did bring up some interesting Even points. Even though Gecko Moria kind of does the same thing, I think what's nice about the end of Thriller Bark and going into where we are now, they at, pretty much after they beat Gecko Moria, they face nothing but L's. They haven't really won again. He says it. Face- he says it when he's going down. He goes, you, you defeated me, but, you know, the horror really awaits for you in the, in the new world. Yeah, yeah. But even more than that, when Kuma, like, literally gave them, like, the vibe check and was like, right, you gotta, I'll let you go with a warning today. They didn't win. Like they, they, they walked away with their, barely with their lives. It's like in uh, Garland when they have that baby, that one baby that like crosses the threshold, and then immediately the aliens attack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how it was. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you beat up, you beat up another warlord. All right, now we got to step in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, which is why Kizaru mm-hmm. was here in the first place, basically. He was big chilling up in up in Marine HQ, and then he was like, "Yo, hold up, Ro- someone hit Rosward." All right, Senko Kun, I'll be right there. Don't don't worry about it. Anyway, Mor- Moria dead. I sleep. <laughs> Our flag being burned. Still, somebody Zoro looked at a celestial dragon. 
I woke. I wake. <laughs> God damn it. I like Kizaru. He, he, I do too. He, he He's giving me mad crocodile vibes. Really? Like, it's, uh, it's the hmm. arrogance. It's the arrogance of it. Yeah. It's got them Logia types. All of them are arrogant. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Logia it's... types really do be like that. I think the only... The only Logia that I would say wasn't inherently arrogant, but still, like, he knew that his that he was broken was Aokiji. And that's yeah, my I agree. Personal Aokiji, take. like, you knew he was broken just because, you know, you understood how Logias operate, but Aokiji wasn't, like, in your face about it. You, he was kind of in your face. He was really chill. He was pretty chill. <laughs> he was Quite pretty you. chill. <laughs> uh, no, Aokiji definitely chill. knows where he stands, and he definitely know, lets the lets the crew know. He's not as in your face like, you suck, I'm Logia, big, big energy big guy. Dog mm-hmm, energy, mm-hmm. Dude. Big dog energy, Big alpha dog energy. But Aokiji definitely goes like, yeah, you like stand no fucking chance, dude. You're like literally... <laughs> less than scum on the bottom of my he's the stoner of the three and he's just like ayo chill and this guy's like fuck him up with lightning i'm gonna show him the wrath of the sun they're both stoner types dude they're both yeah kizuru is definitely stoner type energy as well kizuru is a different kind of so aokiji is like the the chill one that like you you wouldn't mind having around like to play video games with kizuru's the one you bought it from yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's starting to feel like the uh, the arrogance is just baked into the fruit. Like you eat the fruit and you suddenly go gain like twenty levels of arrogance. I mean, with good reason. Honestly, Logias be like that though. Like even Ace was like that. Like he's a cocky fucking hothead. Uh, and then for- Blackbeard kind of took him down a peg. Well, he, and and Blackbeard was cocky too. Well, He's like, oh, yeah. I got the most powerful Logia. Like, I was looking for it all along, even though he lost like the one nice thing about being a Logia. Retrospectively, and this is even later on, I'm th- I'm really liking Blackbeard. Really, he's like one of my favorite characters now. You're Dude, wild. I love, I love just because of the the meta way he thinks. He was like, damn, all these Logia types. What? How do I beat Logia? <gasps> I go anti meta. Anti meta. It's like I I'm Logia, but I'm different. I take damage, but they do too. <laughs> <laughs> I may take damage, but I'll make damn sure they always do too. <laughs> God damn it! Like, I don't, I'm really yeah, I, just, that I don't know what is the, these specific episodes. Like, I, the Keezer is really grown on to me. I like him. I like him a lot. I, I love that scene where Brooke and Usopp are trying to like stab him and shoot him, and he's just like he's like, just staring. He's like, I don't. You guys are just even like anywhere. him teleporting over. Uh, what's it, Zoro again to curb stomp his ass? The only ways we were able to hit them was with some weird counter of some kind to the fruit. Like, how do you even counter light? I don't even know what you do to counter light. Mirrors. Mirrors. <laughs> okay, you put them in a dark box. box. There you go. <laughs> we go. We we go. We beat them with the old uh, with the old uh, foxy. Sure Although uh, no, you don't want mirrors because he'll just ba- he'll just keep bouncing off of it. He he makes his he makes his own mirrors. Well, I don't know. I I I would think if you put him in like. Uh, a set um, array. He would just bounce back and forth in the in the mirrors like forever. One of his weakness is nighttime. So is that why we got introduced to Foxy's uh, mirror skull like twenty episodes ago? Because mm-hmm, they're going to come mm-hmm, back and they're going to end mm-hmm. up being the hard counter to Kizaru. I think it's going to be a case of a uh, you know it's always sunny in Philadelphia where Dayman versus the Nightman. <laughs> right. It's going to be it's going to be a uh, you know nighttime's his weakness. Dayman! Dayman. Fighter of the Nightman! Champion of the... Sun! Sun! 
You're a master of karate and friendship <laughs> for everyone. A day man, that's it. Day man, oh, fighter of the night man, oh, champion of the sun. Oh. Day man, <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> I, I also have a question. So did I mean I can assume the answer, but did you two when watching get? Like, were you sharing even a semblance of what Luffy was feeling? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> In terms of, like, the dread or, like, the shock and awe of what was happening? The, the What I felt while watching these scenes is how I feel as a DM, where it's, like, the, the, the mood I want to capture whenever I have a big boss, like, appear and, like, need to set the party back for a moment. Like, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. that feeling is something, you know, like, I try to achieve. So, like, I definitely, you know, felt for the scene in general. I loved it. I thought, uh, even the animation alone was just beautiful it watching them very, all, like, very good. Cr- yeah, like, all of them just, like, fleeing. Although there was a scene, I don't I don't know if it was this episode, where Robin and Chopper are running. Robin's <laughs> animation is really weird. Yeah, yeah it, was in, it was in this about. set. I, even, even, there was one that I might even be the same one where uh, Chopper is also like, it's like this bottom to up uh, oh, shot. Yeah. And Chopper, Chopper's face looks yeah. very strange in one of those shots yeah. also. Yeah, I didn't know exactly what you're talking about. It was not very flattering. I can't blame him. There's a lot of cool stuff happening here. Dude, ho- homie Chopper though. Oh my God! Yeah, we, Chopper made me feel things like Wendigo, Wendigo Chopper, Chopper. Yeah, just Wendigo going nuts. Wendigo Chopper returned. Zoro, 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 Just the just watching the utter chaos that starts ensuing like kind of kind of as it, it's not wendigo chopper that kicks it off because obviously zoro's getting his ass kicked and kuma's already appeared at this point but it might even be after kuma had poofed zoro away but either way mm-hmm. uh just like chopper goes wendigo form and you know at that point like everything has gone to absolute shit mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. chopper would never do that uh uh if it wasn't like gonna be the absolute last resort no i think it, i think it even breaks before then i think everything like like the, the the change in this entire scene is when luffy says yes run like, yeah I, luffy that- knows fuck this i think L- luffy luffy establishes that Though before even Kizaru gets there, I think Sentomaru appears with another pacifista PX1, and then mm-hmm. it, at that point Luffy's already like, "All right, we got to get, we got a GTFO right now." Uh, and then obviously things keep de de uh, declining from there. But uh, yeah, pretty pretty early on, Luffy is gives the first like retreat order. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen in this show to this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things you never really noticed. Like uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that Robin had never seen Chopper's like form. Yeah, and she had like a really, she was like, it's worse than they described it. I think the two uh, straw reactions that stand out to me the most, probably in these, would probably be obviously Chopper being like, I, I just gotta go when to go. I, I don't know what else we could do, but we gotta do it. And then I always love seeing Sanji take it so personally. With- <laughs> Sanji! Chick shit! 
I, I feel like the, the moments that hit me the most were watching Luffy see Nami scream, help me. Nami! There's a special type of despair when you witness it happen and then you have to look around and it happens again and mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. But the, it's the last two that really like sort of sink it in. Well, yeah. And he just stands there too. He just stands there. There's a frame of him just sitting there and he's like, there's literally, I can kick it. Nothing I can do. Watching Luffy just be so frustrated and who knows what else where he's just like just r rolling around in the dirt. He's like he's like, I don't know what to do. He's like starts headbutting the ground because he's just that's so like, yeah, defeated. distraught. It, 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 it hit me. I was like, oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> I couldn't save any of them. What's wrong with me? Homie was like, "What good am I, dude? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say that." I'm going to say something that's probably going to be an unpopular opinion. Oh. Um, this moment right after where we flashback to like all the kind of <laughs> sentimental moments, L little I, annoying, huh? I did, I did, I hated it. I hated what? it. Yeah, uh, it, no. it takes you, it takes you, sucks you straight out of the action for this stuff that we've already seen in th three other times before because they do these flashbacks all the time. I really enjoy it, but you also got to give into account that this might have happened like a year after the other stuff you're talking about. I don't care, man. This is like we we do these we do these same flashbacks all the time. I have bad news for you. This happens at least ten more times. I I I, I bet this <laughs> it all has the same the same. It's the same Naruto effect with the watching the Uchihas die for the eightieth time. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't care know. anymore. That's an insult. Don't do that. No, that's an insult. I don't. If it I makes, almost it, don't if it makes care it feel anymore. better, Christian and Vindicated, I, I don't disagree with you at all. No, but not to that, right? That Uchiha thing happens literally every 50 episodes. <laughs> no. I, I, 50 episodes is a year, Jordy. That's the that's the same that's the that's the time gap that you're trying to describe to me right now. I may have overshot that every 10 episodes. <laughs> I, 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 no, I mean, look, I, I'll agree that Naruto's is much more egregious with that. But still, we have these flashbacks common enough that like I just I understand we need to we need to like have really hammer home that Luffy gives a shit about these characters. But I just I don't I don't if why left it without we, that. It we been we can better. just we can have if you just leave Luffy groveling on the ground for an, another minute straight like that would have been better in my opinion, because it really would have really would have hammered home like how utterly hopeless this situation is and how Luffy feels right now. But instead, we're just sucked out into these 
uh, these yeah. moments that we've already had before. You know, Christian, you're right. This is a very unpopular opinion. <laughs> I, yeah. I agree with it, though. Okay. <laughs> well, that's just your position as the, I don't you think know, it's that the guy. But... <laughs> I like it. I like it too, Jordy. I know I'm asking for a lot, but I would really love if you two could ever come up with like a deep dive theory of like what you think hockey is. When haven't I done deep dive theories? That's like my whole thing. I'll let you know right now because I know he doesn't remember. And I'm pretty sure you don't remember either. Devin has already figured the system out back in mm-hmm. giant land. In giant land? You're talking little about garden. little garden? Yeah. He figured out hockey in little garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We called it out. Yeah. Also, this is that we've seen hockey many times throughout this series. I can literally come up with a scientific method for how it works. No, no, no you can't, but sure. <laughs> not even not even Oda can do that. <laughs> not even the writer of this series could dare do that, Devin. I don't know. Are you saying Watch Oda's me. power system is flawed? <laughs> don't open that can of worms, Justin. You don't want that. I mostly just want to hear from Christian, man. Devin's the big brain one, and I want to give Christian a shot. I'm like, Come on, little buddy, do something. I, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> this is De- this is Devin's area of expertise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We got any other things people want to bring up? Watching the polar bear fight again, and oh yeah, I forgot about that Law's was a crew. vibe, bro. Yo, they beat one too. <laughs> watching watching him go like running up, and then the big guy just blasting Kuma away. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I like that. Or the Marines too. He like oh. he does like the whole flare for yeah. martial arts and stands yeah, in front of the Marines, and about. then the and then the the other guy just like whacks him all over like bowling pins. Dude, it like he was playing bowling. The way he just like swung at them. I wasn't here for the episodes, but since we know it now, Law is my favorite fruit. Uh, agreed. Because what's it called? Back when we uh, we talked about what would potentially be our favorite, I said the one that lets me teleport, and that's the one. It, mm-hmm. Wait, Room can let you teleport? You've seen it. He's shown it before. He swapped things. Let's you know teleport with you know extra steps. Yeah, when he makes a room, oh. he can he he can uh, he move fuckers around. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. about that small step of teleporting it's teleporting with you know a couple extra steps all right if nobody has anything else next week next week is 408 to 410 we were skipping was like three episodes because that's filler we'll get to those later something like that all right so before we get into the other stuff hear me out Mm -hmm. okay Uh uh-huh what if we show these bums that that one episode what was it 10 15 what Oh, you, you want them to see 1015? Oh, yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. back to this again? Why? 1015, 1015. I don't well, want to no, see. no, because it's going to, no, it, it, we can't. Cause it I would don't want to see much... the future. Yeah, it's going to have the way too much information. Bad. Future's always bad. What about one? What about one scene? Unless it's a filler. If it's filler, if you're I don't talking care. a single scene, I think, okay, like the, like you're talking like that, that, that money shot at the very end. Maybe. It, oh, it's, no, it's, it has... I still feel like that's a little too much context, dog. I don't know, man. We just met. We just met some of the the key characters in that whole thing. I feel like it, it's really nice just to see the the you know the difference. If there is anything I would want to show them from the future while keeping the same vein you're in, it would be. I think this is the exact episode nine eighty two. It's it's the one where uh they fuck up the a ships. Of, yeah, that would be something I would show them. Maybe yeah, that has to be that cut, one though, has like way less the- like. Mm. I, I don't know. I feel like ten fifteen is going too far in a spoiler territory. As much fun as that would be, I think I think we would have to be too careful. You just said it. It'd be amazing. Everything's a spoiler if you will it to be. 
What you, Christian? <laughs> you will him to exist. If it's non-canon and, may, and means nothing to the story, then I don't care. All right, it's canon, but it's not like no. It, it's all canon. That's that's the thing. It's still all canon. But it's he, it's not like contextually heavy. Jordy is know, subjectively describe or deciding what is important canon and what you is also not wouldn't know the characters. <laughs> nope, nope. Uh, no, nah, I don't want it. Cap. I I think ten fifteen is a little wild. I'm be honest with you. I think it's worth it. I think I, I'd sacrifice it for that. I wa- I want everyone <laughs> to see episode ten fifteen because it is probably the best episode of One Piece ever made. But we'll get there when we we'll get there when we get there. That actually is peak. We're in a boat. We'll get there when we get there. Uh, next week is 408 to 410. Uh, continue to skip the OP until episode 410, but you can watch it on episode 410. Ooh. On 410? It's my favorite OP. Or, One of my favorite or OPs, Or watch actually. 410 and then you can see the or OP. Watch 410 and then watch the thing. Okay, so we, we are can watching do. 410, and if you would like, you may see the OP. Do watch it. It's very fun. Also, it's a great jam. Share the World, I think the song is called. Love that shit. It's, 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 it's a bop. I like it. it is very much about um quotes do we do we have anything that we, we use really all of them yet? in the summer yeah, <laughs> there's, there's like not that. a whole lot really <laughs> yeah 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 there's a lot of things that happen not not a whole lot of speaky do that happens i don't imagine we had quotes that weren't already used all right well if we're done with the quotes then moving on to the golden ham i mean i feel like we just got to give it to kuba he just had like the best presence ah! I'm actually leaning toward. I'm leaning toward Rayleigh. I mean, he's Ku's cool. He, he intercepted Kizaru, who saves Zoro. I get that, but like, then all of a sudden, you just get Kuma the monster show up and do whatever the hell he did, and was like, you know what? Was I'm he just something gonna... else? Say what? Was, was he not a monster? Yeah, I, I really, I, I no Kuma. I appreciate what Kuma's doing for the story and the plot, but like, I don't want to vote for Kuma the monster. I want to vote for. Rayleigh, Rayleigh, the dark monster. I don't know if he's a monster because of my theory with, you know, third side. But in the context of these episodes. In the context of these episodes, Kuma is Jesus. <laughs> Kukizaru was literally about to kill all of them. I don't know. I, I mean, like, did he save them? Sure. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm so stuck on Rayleigh. I, Rayleigh's I my boy. Kuma. That's, 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 my, that's my boy. That's my Kuma, dude. I'm on Kuma train, too. You know what? Fuck it. Kuma train. There it is. Kuma, it's over. Kuma, Kuma. I gotta know Kuma, what Jordy's Kuma, vote would have been, though. Perona. Perona. Got it. Would he say Perona? Got it. <laughs> I respect that. She's not even she in was in these oh, episodes. She was. She was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I hate... Actually, wait. Can we... Can <laughs> this, we stop? Is this, wait is a this minute. How we get, is this how we get Perona the Golden Ham finally? Hold on. Hold on, Jordy. You, you got my vote. It's Perona time. He's going to put Kuma in, but the photo of him bopping Perona away. I choose Perona. Perona time, baby. I vote Perona. This is perfect. This This is perfect. I accept. I accept. (laughs) Hold on. These are are terms I can deal with. Hold on. I got to get the camera. (laughs) (laughs) We can't be doing this, man. (laughs) <laughs> the winner Everyone's of this week's mad. golden ham is Perona. Dil- Dylan's gonna put that 30 second clip in a special folder just for jewelry <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna submit the audio bite to daily Perona picks and be like you see this, you see this? we finally he's did g- it he's gonna gaze at it longingly you know place a tender <laughs> hand on this computer screen every night <laughs> Remember that one time we all voted for Perona unanimously from a, f- a flashback. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so perfect. This is actually really great considering what happens in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is somebody going to get bopped to where Perona is? 
All right. Perona wins. Perona wins. Moving on to the grab bag. Before uh, the grab bag, uh, I do want to read one listener email. Holy um, shit, we remembered. Yeah, we, we got a lot these past couple weeks, and uh, I can't fit them all into this one podcast, unfortunately. But I do want to read this one email since it's about like a couple weeks already, actually. Uh, we got an email from someone named Mystic a couple weeks ago. Uh, and I'll read it. Hey, what are you wearing? LOL. Uh, just heard the most recent episodes for uh, 394 to 396. Uh, I think this is around where we start talking about um, uh, like the auction house and trafficking and stuff like that. One piece. Um, just heard the episodes, blah, blah, blah. And just wanted to share my opinion about showing children this human trafficking aspect. I started showing One Piece to my younger brother when he was about 10. And when we got to this part, he did have a lot of questions, but I thought that this brutal truth that happens in the world, uh, and he should be aware of it. He's older now and gets a lot more of the underlying themes and such in the show. But the first time he saw the punch uh, to the Celestial Dragon, he was very hyped and it's still one of his favorite moments in the series. Uh, thank you so much for doing this podcast. I look forward to it every week. You guys always make me laugh, and I love the bits at the beginning of every episode. I hope you guys are still enjoying the series as much as I do. And uh, yeah, uh, thank you, Mystic, for, uh, for the kind words. We we hope you are, you know, continuing to enjoy our content and the show and stuff like that. Can't forget the title, Meme Lord Mystic. Uh, Meme Lord Mystic? Is that I got what it was? no subject as the header. <laughs> if you're unaware, Brendan mentioned that whoever sent the, the what are you wearing question would be a Meme Lord. Were they the OG? Yes. Oh! what do you think they started with what are you wearing my god well thank you thank you you know you uh, let let the record show you were the first one to ever ask us a question you you hold that honor (laughs) so what are we wearing today boys i got i got a oh we're gonna really answer that i thought we saved i thought we saved that for like special occasion (laughs) or when people ask it did they ask it they literally started off with hey what are you wearing oh okay uh i am wearing blue shorts and a salmon pink shirt polo this 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 is actually fun i'm wearing uh my only one piece t-shirt that is of uh shanks giving luffy the straw hat jordy what are you wearing uh, pink robe, bunny flip flops. That's it. it does, what, does, does he mean, mean anything? anything else? What do you mean? What do you mean? That's it. <laughs> oh, I heard pink robe, bunny flip flops. Like there were one item. Like so, you're just sitting there wearing only like pink fluffy. To onesie. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense because in my brain, I just pictured you wearing fuzzy flip flops, and that's it. That's hot. And that's that what I was thinking. <laughs> that's hot. Somehow, that's hot. Some, that's hot. someone somehow somehow managed to uh, one up you in terms of in least amount of clothing <laughs> while recording. But alas, he was wearing two items of clothing. <laughs> Don't worry. Next time, I'll make sure I'm wearing only bunny flip flops and nothing else. And next time, I will be wearing nothing. <laughs> Great. Damn, he's barefoot in his own house. <laughs> Not even skin. Bare. What do you mean barefoot in your own house? It's the only way to do it. Barefoot. I don't like being barefoot personally. Oh my god, it's so freeing, dude. I I do be barefoot in my house. Do you wear sneakers around your house? No, I wear flip flops. Like you know, I have like at home shoes. I I feel I feel the shower shoe slipper sort of vibe. Nah, fuck that. Barefoot. Yeah, I go barefoot. I mean, I'm not at. saying I, I prefer barefoot, but I, I do feel when like a shower shoe or slipper is like appropriate. I walk outside barefoot. Your people who do that are animals. All right, we got to stop. Or, unless we're not going to do the actual grab bag here. Yeah, we still have uh, a grab by, bag. By the way, I'm wearing blue. I'm wearing blue sweats and a and a pickle Rick T-shirt. I feel I feel like you've answered the pickle Rick T-shirt previously. That That's might hilarious. be true, but it's yeah, it's what I'm wearing. So. 
All right, time for the grab bags. Is Christian's in a rush all of a sudden? I am. You guys want to talk about your fucking clothes all goddamn day? Why don't you just take them off for me? I, you know what? I will. Get oh. over here. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, oh, no, they're stripping each other. Oh, no, they're kissing, too. <laughs> Why are they holding hands? <laughs> well, hold on. Listen, I, we, I wouldn't go that far. That's crazy talk. <laughs> that's, that's too much. I'll rip your clothes off with my teeth, but holding hands, you're, you're out of your mind. Yeah, we gotta we gotta keep some things uh, definitely Sacred. not. Yeah. Don't censor that. <laughs> Don't <laughs> sen- not even cut it. Censor it. <laughs> out of content, censor. Oh man. <laughs> All right, what's our fucking thing this week? I'm. It's uh, it's rain check. Woohoo! Rain, rain. Hey, Dylan, play the play the audio clip of Rain reading us the question, please. Uh, oh, right, uh, right. We don't have that. We don't have Still. that. <laughs> they were moving into their new house. I'm not for the last them. eight months. <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Yeah, but next week they're going to be fixing a gutter, so they can't do. <laughs> <laughs> last week I was fixing my stuff. Still unaccounted for the last half year at least. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't stop me. I'm unaccountable, man. I, I hope that Rainy still listens to our episodes once oh, yeah. in a while so that she can know. Okay, good. <laughs> Hello, Rain. Hi, Rain. Please pester him more. <laughs> I want I'm this. Her. I, I want this. <laughs> At this point, fuck Devin. This is for me now. <laughs> in fact, in fact, Devin, Devin, why don't you do us all a favor and ship your mic off to her? <laughs> yeah, just load on the, the mic for a day or something. Do, and I repeat, ship your mic. We don't want no, no buying extra. Your mic, sir. Ship my mic? What? Yeah, ship it. You send ship them your mic so they can record their questions. <laughs> and then you don't get it back until you get it. Maybe you get it back. <laughs> Maybe. All right, kids. So the question is, is there a quote from an anime that has stuck with you? Uh, can I can I give my joke ones first? Uh, okay, I'll sure. give my real ones after, but a joke ones. Uh, fun things are fun from Yui, Kaon. And mm-hmm. the, uh, the other one is uh, uh-huh. people die when they are killed from that guy in fate. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. All right. Uh, Justin, you would like to go first? Uh, so I'm I'm very grateful. I actually had this saved on my phone for whatever particular reason, because having to scrub through Sham- Samurai Shampoo is going to be uh, a process. Um, but this is a quote from I think it was like a you know a, a random character in that particular episode. It was an episode where um, it's been a long time since I've seen the show. The main female protagonist gets kidnapped um, by some random dude in a village because um, he wants ransom money to buy medicine for I think his sick family member or something like that. And uh, this is what he says. What I need is money. So I tried to find a job, but none of the legitimate places would hire a stupid kid like me. The only people who say money doesn't matter are the ones who have more money than they'll ever need. Without money, you can't even buy good medicine, the kind that heals the sick. And that's the ugly truth of how this world works. And that stuck with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a a question. Not about your quote, uh, about mine, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, my quote uh, happens to be from One Piece. It's okay. So this question's hard because it's fine. I li- it's fine. I have one quote 
that stands out to me from anime because I feel like in order for this to matter to me, it has to be something that I have not heard in any other medium, but still rings very, very personal and true to me personally. Choppa. <laughs> Choppa. You, you have not. It's not Choppa. What if I gave you like this fucking preamble? No, no, no. This is in one piece. You haven't heard it yet. You will in the future. Do I have the ability to say I won't tell you sure. who says it? How about that? Yeah, sure. Do I? Do I want. I want the Devin and uh, sure. Christian seal of approval. I'll, I'll, I'm okay with it. I'll take my headphones off. There you go. All right. So the, this 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 is my quote. This is my quote. Pirates are evil. The Marines are righteous. Pirates are evil. The Navy is just. But that's only true because history tells us so. Children who've never known peace have different values than children who've never known war. The one who wins will rewrite the definition of right and wrong. They'll decide the future and how the past is written. Justice will prevail, you say? But of course it will. Whoever wins this war becomes justice. I love that. Fantastic line. If I'm correct in who I think says these lines, uh, the delivery also plays a really big role. What do you got, Devin? I mean, I have a couple options, but I guess I'll stick with a a quote from uh, the show itself. This obviously this is from Berserk, and Aww. the line you? is: I don't think there's actually a, a an audio file for this line because it was never mm-hmm. in the show. Um, it was only in the manga. Which is: People who perish in others' battles are worms. If you if one can't live their life the way they want, they might as well die. Wow! And it is just like mm. in the context of in that where that what he was talking about of, of that that uh, that scene. It's it's because like the character was like like just want, like like I forgot the specific context, but it just like it hit so hard of just like where his mental state was when he was saying that because he was so cold to other so, people. Uh, great quote, not enemy. Okay. Great quote. Love it. Not anime. Do it again. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're right. I, in fact, I was thinking the same thing, Jordy. I just wasn't going to say it. Um, I, 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 gonna be honest. When it came, when when I got this question, I I didn't know what to do with myself because I didn't. I, I don't really have. I didn't have a quote necessarily that came directly to my head. Um, at least not one that I care enough about, I guess, or to remember, like there are, there are ones that everybody knows something like it's a terrible day for rain or believe in you that believes in me, uh, or see a space cowboy. Uh, to, to be honest, I, I kind of like looked at the list of shows that I've watched and like tried to pick a couple and hit up Google for quotes for them to be to, to keep it straight, uh, I'm going to follow Jordy's example and give you and give you two two joke ones that I liked. Um, that's a, uh, there's a quote from from One Punch Man. It's uh, I'm going to leave. I'll leave tomorrow's problems for tomorrow's me. <laughs> uh, and I lo- that's a quote that I live by every single day. Uh, there's a quote from a show called Inuyashiki. Uh, mm-hmm. The bad guy of that show says at one point, and I remember this after reading it, I was like, Oh my God, I remember this. Uh, he says, yo, one piece is crazy. Good. This week. Totally have me, gave me the feels, man. (laughs) Uh, The context around that scene. Very fucked up. Yeah. I'm not like you. It sounds very innocent. It's not, it's, it's, it's it's a, it's a dark scene. Remember to come back to this quote when we get to that particular context for that quote. For what? Huh? 
What? When we get to so the the quote that you just read refers to something specific from One Piece, correct? Oh no no no! I I have no no no. He doesn't he doesn't say what happens. The character in the show is talking about One Piece, but the character did something really messed up prior oh, to yeah, saying that. The, the scene in uh, Inuyashiki surrounding when he says that is an extremely fucked up scenario. Very inappropriate. Not something yeah. you do. Very gotcha. not something he should be saying in that in that scene. But uh, I wrote it. I wrote it down to say here just because this is a One Piece podcast. Is a psychopath. Sorry, Arizona. Is that from that uh the webtoon? No, Inuyashiki is about uh, two two people in our world that get turned into cyborgs, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, Christian, in the opposite form, uh, great anime, bad quote. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> no, thank, you, thank you for the insight. My, uh, my, uh, my, 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 the actual quote I will, I will offer up to you guys as like my more serious one is from it's from monogatari it's have suspicions not faith interesting and as a fairly glass half empty kind of guy it's it resonates with me hmm. you know what i pick i picked that uh the the haiku from the frog dude of that one piece movie we watched that one time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> this is a weird quote um, I remember uh, back when Naruto was coming out on Tsunami for dub, um, it was in the Sasuke Retrieval arc, and they were doing an episode preview for, you know, next week, and it was going to be the episode where Choji fights, um, I think the guy's name was Jugo, and uh, Choji's going to activate his, like, butterfly form. Um, can I, anyway, he's going to find one of the sound ninja dudes who, whatever, he's going to find a dude with his butterfly powers, right? Um, and it's Naruto reading, you know, he's summarizing what's going to happen. And then it says the title of next week's episode. And the title that Naruto read was uh, Goodbye, Old Friend. I'll Always Remember You. And for whatever reason, that always like resonated with me from that point mm-hmm. on. Like something about that just hit really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Probably be because fair, I didn't know what would happen. Died. So I'm just here like, oh, man, Choji's going to die. Oh, no. And you should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We don't need to go there. <laughs> All right, Jordy, what you got for your last thing? All right, so I had a few of them, and most of them are like one-liners, and I'm not really a big fan of one-liners because I'm really I'm like a big fan of the uh, the dem- like the presentation of it all. Mm-hmm. So I had I picked a few decent ones that sort of get longer. I just sort of paraphrased it. Him <laughs> now the order. I don't know if I should end high or end low. End high. Mm-hmm. All you baby. And high. All right. So the first one is from Jujutsu Kaisen, a show I'm not necessarily a fan of. Although it might be because of the sub. I checked out the dub. I might actually like it with the dub. All right, I should try the dub. Heresy. Nobara versus Momo. She Momo does a bunch of things. Nobara ends it with, uh, I don't give a damn about men or this and women have to be that. I don't give a damn about your men or this and women have to be that. You can keep all that shit to yourself. I love myself when I'm pretty and all dressed up. And I love myself when I'm kicking ass! <laughs> I love Nobara. Really Nobara's great. These two are pretty good. All right. So there's an Irvin quote. Irwin quote? Irving. From Attack on Titan? Oh, yeah, Attack on baby, Titan. the Irvin quotes. Oh. I will say it because it does, doesn't really spoil. It can be applied to a myriad of uh, mm-hmm. places. This, is, it can be this is the quote, right? Yes. Okay. Let's find out. What about their lives? Were they meaningless? They were not! Their memory serves as an example to us all! 
The courageous fallen! The anguished fallen! Their lives have meaning because we, the living, refuse to forget them! And as we ride to certain death, we trust our successors to do the same for us! Because my soldiers do not buckle or yield when faced with the cruelty of this world! Awesome. Uh, yeah, very context-heavy. I, I, <laughs> I've heard both of the, the sub and dub, and they slap both mm -hmm. of them. They're really mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is sort of a little known favorite of mine. It is from Kill a Kill. Lady, Lady Sasuke, the first time she tries the, the, the what's it called? The Kamui? Yeah. She goes, uh, they, they, like, they get scared because she, she's like down on the ground and she goes, hold on, hold on. Lady Sasuke! Hold your tongues and watch! Ask not the sparrow how the eagle soars! You aspire to nothing more than the shallow thoughts of commoners! I will not allow anyone to beat me to my own ambition! My will is absolute! The Kamui is just clothing! And I shall make it bow to my will! Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can't wait for Dylan to good. show me these quotes. Anyway, good luck with this, Dylan. Dylan, Dylan, get off the bridge. Don't jump. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, we, we bought the premium food this time. <laughs> Quick listeners, if you follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Panda Sightings, you could save Dylan from jumping off. Sending us an email at pandasightings at gmail.com. Dylan, don't do D it. Dylan will only come down for 10 more five star ratings. Please, we need to save him. <laughs> My fucking God. This is really fucked up. It's a good thing Dylan is, you know, just our pet hamster and all. <laughs> Don't worry, kids. The bridge isn't that tall. It's like two feet high. It's like a little toy one that we put inside the tank. I made it out of Kinex. He's a, he's a very dramatic hamster. <laughs> he's very dramatic. <laughs>